0: You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. It is reported that over half of all dentists have already made the switch to digital impressions. The question is no longer if a practice will adopt intraoral scanning, but when. Today, we'll be discussing why the time is now to invest in intraoral scanning. Our guest is Angela Severance, a registered dental hygienist and certified dental assistant. She has over 15 years of expertise in CAD CAM dentistry as an implementation specialist and success manager. Angela, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk.
1: Thank you, Phil. Yeah, pleasure to be here.
0: So this is definitely an important topic because of the trend that's going on right now in dentistry. There's no question that we're moving away from those goopy materials into digital scanning. To start the podcast, tell us what the return on investment looks like when utilizing a digital scanner, and I know you have a lot of experience with Viva Scan, which, by the way, has no association with Viva Learning. I'll put that disclaimer out there. Um, <laughs> tell us what the ROI is in general, and then we can get into more details about Viva Scan.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that it's definitely a misnomer that there that there is no ROI with an iOS system. Um, you know whether it's Viva Scan or any other scanner on the market, but uh, you know I just I find that to be false. When you really take into consideration the amount of material that you use, um, most dentists, if you ask them how much they spend on um, impression material annually, they probably can't pull that number out. Um, they're going to have to go to their reseller partner to actually have that looked up. And when you start to multiply the impression material, the trays the adhesive for the trays. Um, let's talk second impressions. How many times do you take that second impression uh, when you take a look and there's a pull or a void or a tear in that in that analog impression? Um, and it, it, an actual analog impression is anywhere from $18 to $35 per impression. Uh, So if you're doing that times two, three, four, just depending on if it's up or lower or if it's just simply, you know, just taking that second impression, those dollars start to add up quite a bit. They say like on average, uh, an office can spend around six to $8,000 per clinician on dental impression material per year. So we, you know, and that doesn't seem like a lot, but when you start to add that up over the years and now, now let's talk about. The other ROI factor of iOS comes down to remakes. And and this is something nobody really talks about in in the dental industry is when you have a remake, what does that actually cost an an office, a clinician? Uh, The remake in an office. So not only do we have patient dissatisfaction because a patient's coming in for a $0 production appointment, right? A seat appointment is 30 minutes of dentist, quote unquote, restorative time with you know zero production dollars so we've got that overhead plus the assistant and now we have the patient's expectations of they're getting the crown which is not going to be seated today they're going to have to be re-temporized they're going to have to be anesthetized so we're talking another anesthesia we're talking what about the laboratory who's going to pay for that remake is is the dentist going to pay for that new crown is the lab going to comp it so we've got a lot of cost factors into an actual remake And so even if a doctor said, hey, you know what, I have, you know, maybe a half a dozen remakes a year. Okay, a remake can cost an office $1,000 easy per remake. So now that's an additional $6,000 on top of what they're already spending on impression material. So um, Ivoclar actually has... An ROI calculator uh, that we use that incorporates the remakes, the impression material, um, lab reduction costs when you're sending via uh, via digital versus analog. So there's a lot of cost savings when you switch Yeah, I was going to ask you.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. So typically, what are you looking at as far as a time frame to to get the money back? And based on what you just said,
1: oh my gosh, I mean, you can get back in a year, easy. Yeah, I mean, easy. I think for, for a general practice, you could regenerate that income just based off of impression material, remakes, time savings, patient satisfaction, um, you know, and and patient word of mouth to, you know, get new clients, you know, to get new patients into the chair easy within a year.
0: So so, also there's a stress factor that's been removed, right? Because what I've heard from some dentists is that they actually do two scans. They'll do one scan and then they'll, even if they like it, they'll do another. Do they send them both to the lab? Is that typical?
1: Um, they they can. Uh, I think that's probably just us type A clinicians, <laughs> you know, less is more. But when you transition, it is difficult. Like, you know, I, I've i worked with different dentists that take two impressions, regardless if the first one's perfect, just to see, you know, if the next one can be. And that's something that's really different with digital impression is that you don't that there is never a second impression. Like what you get is what you get. You can look at it. You can erase part of it, adding new data, so
0: Right, yeah. yeah I, so yep. when it comes to the technology itself, and some of us are more adaptable to new technologies than others, it is a bit disruptive to get into the workflow of someone who's typically using traditional impression materials. So tell us about that implementation process. And if you want, you can use VivaScan because I know, you as I mentioned, you're very familiar with that particular iOS.
1: Yes, I, yeah, I am. I, you know, I've been doing... CAD Chem Dentistry since 2006, so very well-versed in, in many scanners. Um, yes, VivaScan is the scanner of my choice. Um, when you are incorporating digital dentistry into your practice, it is so grossly different than analog that um, I like to say that, there yes, there's a learning curve, but we turn that learning curve into a confidence curve, and that's something that I think IvaClar does really, really well at, um, in fact, great. It, it, that differentiates us in the marketplace um, with VivaScan is that offering proactive post sales support. So I I would highly encourage you know, our listeners to make sure that you've got support and education when you are incorporating digital into your practice because it is so different that um, I use very nerdy. Uh, you know, analogy, but it's like, you know, you're using, you got a new TV and you're trying to use your old remote. It just doesn't work that way, right? Like you've got this, these old habits uh, that, that have worked in the past and, and you're very comfortable with them, but you, now you've got this new technology, this new TV, you, you need to learn how to use the new remote and it's the very same thing. So is there a transition period? Absolutely. Um, are there other scanners on the market that take longer to integrate into your practice? 1000%. Um, so, I would, th- I think that that's where Iva has gone above and beyond um, with VivaScan is making sure that our users are successful. Um, that, that we, we want to make sure that when you incorporate digital into your practice, that it's going to stay digital. I think it's very easy for us as clinicians, you know, being whether we're five years out of dental school, 25 years out of dental school, you know, we, we can do things in our sleep and to be able to just give up quickly. You know, when digital is, it's hard, like it's hard to do something we're not good at. Nobody likes to not be good at something. So to have to just go, Oh, forget it. I'm just going to quick reach for the impression material. Yes, that happens. But that's where I think that when you're looking at incorporating digital dentistry, that you really need to focus on the education and support so that you can implement it seamlessly into your practice. Cause once you go digital, you, you'll never look back. You, yeah. you, you can't even imagine
0: yeah and mm-hmm. ivaclar provides uh, support for the staff as well, I assume
1: absolutely I mean and in fact, that is my role Phil is is i'm I'm the um, customer success manager for IivaC's chairside digital solutions um, it's it's in my passion, I'm a dental assistant i I learned the hard way. I struggled through implementing. Um, digital into my practice, so I know I you know I'm empathic that way. Like I understand exactly what they're going through, and so just like we're doing on this podcast, I can actually live log into their system, and I can watch them scan and give them verbal cues and feedback in real time while they've got a patient in the chair. And when you have that kind of support, you are you know you're guaranteed success.
0: Let me ask you this: so we talked about ROI. What about growing revenue in the practice using a scanner?
1: The way that I like to look at it is. You know, every scanner is picked up right now um, as a restorative solution. Everyone's marketing a digital scanner as a restorative solution, right? Like, what am I going to scan? I'm going to scan for a prep. I'm going to scan for a partial. I'm going to scan for clear aligners. What about looking at a scanner as an actual diagnostic solution in your practice? Making sure that your hygienists have that in their hands so that when that new patient presents, I've got a full, clear view. I've got the patient in real time in, you know, as they presented in my practice. I can take HD photos, VivaScan in particular, like many other on the, on the market, can take HD intraoral photos. Now I've got the patient in the chair, I've got their mouth up on the screen, I've got my HD photo, I'm showing them the leaky amalgam, the crack in the tooth, and then, and then all of a sudden it's emotional. The patient can see, like this is my mouth, oh my so goodness. Ca- case I,
0: acceptance, case acceptance exactly. is, is definitely yes. a for the yes, positive. Yes, I
1: cannot emphasize that enough.
0: For those doctors near retirement, they've been doing it the old-fashioned way forever and they're experts in using the traditional impression material. Why should they invest in an intraoral scanner at this point in their career?
1: Well, it's I mean to draw in to draw in associates, to draw in that that new, you know, the the buyer in dental school now, it, it's not an alternative, it's not an extracurricular curricular part of their um, dental school experience, it is part of it. Every dental school is, has some form of digital. And so you've got these students coming out, they grew up with digital, they're looking for digital. So I think it's a nice marketing tool to draw in those new, um, you know, associates to take over as well as just patients, you know, like being able to offer and, and keep up with, you know, I don't like to use the word standard of care, but I mean, that's really where we're go- that, where we're headed, right? Is, you know, if you're not doing digital x-rays at this point, wow you know i wouldn't go to your practice it's going to be the same thing with digital you know with ios with interval scanning systems. so that's what, how i'd encourage the the clinicians that are really comfortable i get it you know you don't need to necessarily go there but let's do that for our patients for our standard of care and to draw in you know potential uh associates and, and new right. buyers yeah
0: it certainly would make the transition into a, a new practice owner a younger person who's starting their career it make that transition a lot easier. And then, you, of course, you have to compete with the other offices that do have it as far as uh, selling that practice. Well, yeah. Angela, it's been very, very interesting to hear your perspective and very informative on digital scanning. You certainly know a lot about this. You're very passionate. So we appreciate you joining us today on Dental Talk. And thank you very much for your insight. And we will see you on another webinar soon and podcast. All right.
1: Thank you so much, Bill.